This is a podcast from Minute Media. And let's get it. This is the Back Row Bengals Show, all brought to you by Fansider.com, your home for all sports and all blogs. Head over to the Bengals side of Fansider.com to go find my blogs. It's over on the Stripe Hype side. And today, we are going to be celebrating the, the first AFC North Championship in Cincinnati since 2015. The Bengals defeat the Kansas City Chiefs 31 to 34 off of a last second field goal by Evan Money Mac McPherson. An absolute stellar day by Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, the entire offense. And who else would I rather be spending this Victory Tuesday with than my man, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole, Strawberry Ice, giving you Cincinnati sports from a West Side point of view? I think I did that right. <laughs> Close Jeff, enough, man. Close thank enough. you so much for coming on, man. How you doing? Dude, I am still ecstatic. We are the kings of the freaking North. Who day, baby? Jackpot Joey Burrow. Uno, the best. Who did it? We did. Quarterback, wide receiver, Tatum in the NFL. In the much. NFL. Oh, real quick before we get into the game, Ice, I believe a bit of congratulations is doing in your way. I am seeing Jackpot Joey all over the place, and that's awesome, Jeff. That's, that's your brand, you and your friend's brand, and uh, I know you wear that all the time, so that's awesome to see. So I just wanted to congratulate you on that. Thanks, man. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of people saying it, and like I said, I, I don't care what you call me. You can call him Jackpot Joey. Well, I prefer you call him Jackpot Joey, but Joey Franchise, Big, big D Joe, whatever, but yeah. Joe Brr. Jack, Joe Brr. That one's kind of weird. Brr. Joe Brr. But Jackpot Joey, it's starting to go, wow. prestige prestige oh my goodness there's just so much to talk about yeah i I mean i don't i don't even know where to start i honestly i'm going to start for a little bit because you can give me perspective on this because i can't i was running late uh many of you may know that we're following me uh i went to dallas for the weekend it's great you know it's it's a great weekend for all cincinnati sports fans we didn't win but i gotta say it, it overall it was great and anybody that said that the Bearcats were blown out, it, it they did, didn't not, watch the did game not watch the game. They didn't watch the game. It, it was, was very, yeah. it was very, very close. It, it, there was a lot that went with, with it, but anyway, it was a great time. I had, I had a blast in Texas. I wish um, I'd went, but we're talking Bengals right now. We'll, we'll, let's roll, let's let's roll on with that for right now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. We get to get. I, just I, want I get. To spread out low I get, we'll get high. I don't want to get down. I'm too happy You're right, right now. You're, You're right. You're talking about the Bearcats. We're like. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's enough about the Bearcats then. All right. Ice. I, I gotta say that was had to be one of the best crowds I've ever experienced at Paul Brown Stadium from start to finish. Crowd was packed. Little bits of red there, but it was pretty much all orange and black. It had to be like 85, 90% Bengals fans. That's absolutely incredible. And I want to ask you, I want to ask you. How are the pregame festivities? How was the pregame? And obviously, our friend and yours, Bengal Jim, was the ruler of the jungle. So, give me your experience of being in the stadium to start the game. Well, dude, it was awesome. I, I started down at, at Bomb Squad, hung out with Cap for a little while. He almost burned himself up with a, 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 a propane heater that oh, didn't work. No. So that was kind of an interesting way to start uh, the day. But I moved on up to uh, to Bengal Jim, gave him a big hug, said congratulations, and one of the coolest things that they did. Is is when the, the 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 Bengals came out and gave him the staff, you know, for the for the rule of the jungle. Yeah, he got the staff, and Jim and all of us walked in to the uh, stadium all at the same time with Jim, and that's just like Jim, buddy, J- to put him to include everybody. 
as much as he can in, in this in this moment, which is his moment, you know, that he he's worked his butt off for. And I know he doesn't want praise and all that stuff, but he is a, an awesome dude and awesome Bengals fan. I was so happy for him to, to see him do it. And that was just a great way to start the, the, the game off, pre uh, kickoff with him, had the Bengal bombs over there, had a couple of brewskis, had some fun pregame. I was ready to roll. That's awesome, man. It just there's, there's no one, there is no one more deserving of, of Bengal Jim. And, and you you go to his tailgate. He he taught. I mean, he's a celebrity among us Bengals fans. And he, he doesn't think so though. He, no, he, he doesn't. So. No, he he is just a normal, happy-go-lucky guy. Loves Brother, to talk he, to he's, everybody. He's bigger than you and me combined, and I ain't yeah. that big. So <laughs> he play offensive line, my man. <laughs> and he's not big as in like me. He's like he's like he's. He could deliver some damage. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He's yeah. an offensive lineman, brother. Absolutely. So, again, just that, that was such an incredible sight to see. After we've kind of talked about it a little bit back and forth, I've talked about it with the Strive Squad, the games against the Niners and the games against the Chargers, the crowd was just not there or, or, right, or, or right. not really what we wanted to see. But then it finally comes down to we're playing the Chiefs and it's going to be for the AFC North title. Like, this is actually the big game. Mm-hmm. And then we and then we come out and we um, – and the city of Cincinnati just absolutely showed out. That's what I oh, saying. dude, my, if you guys can tell, my voice is still recovering from it. I was <laughs> screaming my freaking head off. And the, and, and the cool thing, this is a great, great thing. Shout out to Bengals fans. There weren't that many Chiefs fans there. Now, really I, say, I say that, and I brought a Chiefs fan because I told her I'd, I'd take her. But she was like it. So she's one of my wife's really good friends, so I had, oh. I had to bring her. So hmm. she's a good girl. She works for, she roots for the Bengals when the Chiefs aren't playing but okay. anyway other than her <laughs> there might not have been that many chief fans and i really didn't see a ton of the stadium there was a lot Good of orange and black yep. it was it was stacked and packed and loud as hell and i mean joe uh, burrow joe Mixon, all of them said the crowd was awesome zach said it i mean we did that Bengals fans you guys did an awesome job that's the way it needs to be come what two weeks i think it is whatever the play, our playoff is whenever we two wild weeks. card or whatever we play Sure. That's the way it needs to be. We need to sell it out, be loud, show up early, have some fun, go hang out with Bengal Jim, go hang out with Bomb Squad. Mm-hmm. Just see the Stripe friends. Yeah, yep. see, go see the Stripe Shop, Stripe yep. Squad. Hang out with your friends. Be ready to go because ready to roll. it's going to be fun. We are on, Josh, we are on the verge, in my opinion here, of a dynasty. I really do think this now. There, to me, there's a difference between what we have now and what we had with Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, there's nothing against Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is a typical, regular NFL quarterback. Yep. Jackpot Joey Burrow is the man, okay? He's different, <laughs> he, man. He's different. Him he's and, different. and Chase. Him and Chase are different. And the thing is, all the past stuff, all of our losses and everything, you and me remember it. Oh, yeah. They don't know about it. They don't care. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother them. Yeah. So we got mm-hmm. a chance to win multiple Super Bowls. Now, now, I said that. When we had Carson Palmer and 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 Chad Johnson back in the day, mm. but to me, there's a, a still another difference. These guys are more all in and more about ball than they are about themselves. If you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, so yeah. I think the moment it don't, will not get too big for these guys. All of them. We got team captains. We got guys that played in college football playoffs. The the moment I don't Winners. think it'll be too big for them. I, yep. I think we got or on the verge of something really really big here in Cincinnati. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and you brought it up just the, the years with Andy Dalton, like we say, I mean, he was a great quarterback for us. He really was, should right. always be remembered as a great quarterback, mm-hmm. but exactly. he always had, a, he always had a ceiling to him. And, yes. and it seemed like those, those teams always had a ceiling to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, and I hear you with the, the start of a dynasty here, because I mean, these guys are so young. We have a lot, we have, all of our offense pretty much under contract until 2023, which is exactly insane to think about. Uh, and then, I mean, Jamar Chase is 21. He literally outran the entire Chiefs defense the entire day. <laughs> the did. entire day. <laughs> absolutely insane. He, he hit another gear, dude. <laughs> oh, it was it was absolutely crazy. It, you, you you remember the the cartoon, the the Roadrunner? Yeah, it was, that's, that's what, what it looked it was. like. <laughs> He's me, like, me, man. Gone. He gone. Gone. Wait, one move like, and he's come back. <laughs> he was out of there. He, the Bengals offense made, and I, and I said this, and I didn't really realize how good the Chiefs defense has been playing over mm-hmm. the past couple weeks until I looked at it. The Bengals offense made the Chiefs defense look atrocious. Like they actually looked bad. Like I was like, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to stop us the entire second half. Dude, Jamar Chase had more yards received than Patrick Mahomes. Head yards passing. What's that tell you? Yeah, it was right. What does that tell you? Ooh, and this, that, we're this is the Chiefs out. we're talking about here. This uh-huh. is not. This is not yeah. the Baltimore practice squad. Right. This is not the Steelers. So, this so, is the Kansas City Chiefs, the former number one seed. So Bart Scott, shh. Yeah, hush, Bart Scott can shut his mouth, man. Hush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. And I, I don't understand. I don't understand who's trying to piss off Joe Burrow. I I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Keep what, coming. What are they, keep yeah. doing it. Keep what doing they, it. Bring it on, baby. Doing? Bring it on. Keep keep talking. Keep doubting him. Yeah. I, I I hope everybody doubts him. I, I I welcome it now. Please doubt him. Please doubt Chase. Doubt these guys. Go ahead. Keep going. Right. Natty, exactly. what's going on, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got we got all of our all of our comers in here. We we got some newcomers here. We got four viewers so far. This is the highest we've had in a long time. We got Russ on here, obviously as well. Blackthorn, uh, what's up, bro? Blackthorn, always uh, always in here. So so anyway, yeah. One more note on the Chiefs because, mm-hmm. because I, I I don't understand. Jeff, I don't understand this. Yes, I guess Joe Burrow, right, the, our, our quarterback, is the best QB in the NFL under a blitz. He is the best. He's the mm-hmm. best. Like, there yep. is there is no even question. He is the best statistically and just by mm-hmm. watching him. Right. And the Chiefs continually ran a cover zero or a cover one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they did, and and they were playing man against Chase. Man, dude, they, dude man, I have, I have man. no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. They never one time got out of it, and I'm like, okay, cool. They we're going to kill you. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> and what? And the, the cool thing is, for for the flip around to the Bengals, the one time they did zero blitz, the Chiefs had no 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 answers for it. They came after them. Patrick Mahomes had nowhere to go with the ball. That third or was third and two or whatever it was in the, in the fourth quarter. They zero blitzed them. Patrick Mahomes had nowhere to go with the ball. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Lou Anarumo. But yeah, why why the Chiefs didn't change? Maybe they couldn't change. You know, that, yeah. that's what they play. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's almost like they just they I it feels like that the Chiefs played, and this is kind of how I describe Baltimore, how they run their defense. They play an arrogant style of defense. Now it, it's not I'm not saying that the Chiefs are arrogant, but they play no. an arrogant style, right. which is Blitzing a lot, trusting their corners and man to man, bringing a lot of pressure, running cover zero. Right. You can't do that against this team. And this is not this is not week two. This isn't week three. Mm-hmm. This is this is week seventeen mm-hmm. that they're that they're doing or, or right. week eight, 17, 18. It's seventeen. 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's seventeen. 
they're they're running in week seventeen. I, I just I, I don't know that that made no sense. it's 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 just like when Wink Martindale, where the hell they want to call him, the defense coordinator for the Ratbirds, said, "Well, I don't think Joe Burrow has a gold jacket yet. Jamar Chase is yeah, he's he's okay or whatever the hell he said. Mm. That's arrogance. That, I mean, and you're right. That's willing. That's not willing to adapt or even to admit that I don't know. Maybe we're, our players are better than yours." Yeah. And you might have to do something different to stop us. Yeah. But to me, yeah, I, I agree. Arrogance is, is a good way to do it. And we took that away from them. And, and I say, Josh, we, all these Chiefs fans who got upset about um, the pass interference calls and everything, go watch the tape. Mm-hmm. He passed interference because he could yeah. not cover oh, uh, Chase. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They couldn't Actually, cover him, Josh. They, they couldn't cover him. They, they, <laughs> right. they, they couldn't cover him. And then, and then also on top of that, I mean, Jamar Chase had himself a, a hell of a game and we can, we can, go on and on about that mm-hmm. but he only has that grade of game if the rest of the wide receivers also have a great right. game t oh, higgins absolutely. made a lot of really hard absolutely. hard catches going up see mm-hmm. not only was he single he was they were all over him he goes up and gets that ball he's got those i call them vice grips man he's got yeah. vice grips for hands and he just goes up and he go gets the ball and he makes play he looks like he looks like chad johnson out there i, I say t higgins looks like chad johnson and i think I think T's stronger than Chad ever was. I think he's just he's just built stronger. Yeah, I mean, and I said this on my show yesterday that I think the the catch that that uh, T made last week over the two Ravens should have been on you got mossed. Oh uh, yeah, Monday, but actually Jamar Chase is, was actually on, on you got mossed last night, so we made one of them. But T Higgins has made so many great catches, and and like you said, they're all hands. You mm-hmm. know, he goes up and gets the ball. Ball doesn't move. It's, it's like their vice grips. He stays there. So, and yeah. like, like you said, I mean, and that's the other cool thing about these three, you know, Jamar chase had a record breaking day uh, yep. Sunday, Yep. but you know what? He wouldn't have cared if T Higgins had it. Mm-hmm. T wouldn't have cared if chase had it. They both would have cared if TB had it. Right. They don't care who gets it. Right. As long as somebody gets it and the yep. Bengals win, that's all that matters. And that's the other good thing. Great thing about this team. The Migos, are together. This Migos, team is to de- together. Yeah, there. See, uh, Joey wearing the Migos. Uh, the fellas, man. <laughs> I love it. I love that shirt. I love that Joey B came in when he came in rocking that shirt. I'm like, we're we're gonna win. We're gonna win this game. We are going to win this game. It's it, it's absolutely incredible. This and I, I want to bring it again. You bring it up. Russ brings it up down here to talk about yeah. the selflessness of this team and and. I was listening to Tony and Mo uh, a little bit ago when they had mm-hmm. the Tony and Mo football show on Monday. They don't pay me to say that. I just say it anyway. Um, <laughs> but at any rate, uh, hi, Mom. Uh, hi, uh, Mom. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> but anyway, so this team comes in, and basically what they do is they watch how they celebrate. Watch mm-hmm. that sideline as one of the offense makes a giant play. Everybody on the defense comes up and, and just absolutely just goes crazy, yell yelling across the field. And to, and you know what? As an opposing team, that's intimidating. That it is intimidating to have a team that's together like that. And it, it's just absolutely, it's absolutely incredible. It's really it's exactly, a sight Josh, to see. I mean, one, one of the best examples. This is a couple weeks ago. Remember the uh, Detroit game when uh, Mixon had that long uh, touchdown run, and Uno Chase is out there blocking for him, and they both and, and that mm-hmm. takes selflessness right there to yep. get out there and it make is. that most wide receivers don't want to block. These guys mm-hmm. don't care. They block for each other. They do whatever. They do. And then if you listen to the mic'd up on the way in, Joe Mixon's going, 
that's his touchdown, meaning Chase touchdown because of the block. And then everybody's celebrating. So, and like, that's what's, that's what championship teams do. It, they don't care who scores. They don't care who makes the plays. As long as somebody makes the plays and they win, the biggest thing they care about is winning. And I, I, I give all the credit in the world to, to Zach Taylor. He is the, the what he said he was going to do. He, he changed the culture of this team, and he has. Yeah, he has. He's changed it so much more for the better. It, it, you, you really, I mean, you can't be happier for the guy. The guy that just got absolutely torched the past, you know, couple seasons where mm-hmm. he's been the coach and he's just he's taken a lot of heat from a lot of people including us we we've been sure you've given him plenty of heat i know i have but you just no, like, man, I, i'm not as much as you i i should say <laughs> hey 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 all right okay okay all right that's enough ice that's enough but anyway yeah you, you pretty much nailed it on the head and you want to talk about another coach that um, has really just taken strides for, and you want to talk about a coach that I have absolutely ripped uh, this before this year started. Once I started to see it start to come into fruition, I, I jumped on the bandwagon. Louis Anaru had himself oh. another really, really good game. Defense was not there the first half. They were getting torched. Tw- they uh, let up 28 points down going into the second half, and they only give up three points. Now, I'll three go with you on that. To the I, Kansas I, City Chiefs. I ripped Anarumo. I would, I ripped him so bad. I would call him. I, I refuse to call him his real name. I would call him Armadillo for the last all last year and the first couple games of this year. And everybody's like, "When are you gonna start calling him by his real name?" I said, "When the defense starts making plays." And oh my God, they've made plays. And the the great thing is, yeah, first half wasn't that great. But the good, the one thing I love about this coaching staff is they make halftime adjustments Mm -hmm. lou does it zach does it brian callahan does it they all do it lou did it and like you said what three points three that's it in the second half that's it look josh if they don't do that it doesn't matter what the offense says you got to stop the chiefs and that's a big get to stop Mm -hmm. the chiefs you got patrick Mahomes there you got Mm -hmm. the bearcat you got travis kelsey you got hill i mean those are three legit pro bowl all you know big time players there right and we shut them down shut them down Shut him down. And Patrick Mahomes did not have an off day by any means necessary. No. He was making a lot of really good plays. There was a one where he 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 was on the run. He threw like a 20, 30 yard bomb to Tyreek Hill. And I just turned around. And I was like, he's just good at fo- he's just good at football. Oh, yeah. Like there, there was just nothing I could say. And that's the thing, too, Josh, is the Chiefs didn't give this to us. That was a Chiefs mm-hmm. fan want to make it make it sound like the refs gave it to us. Nobody gave us nothing. The Bengals took that game. The Bengals flat took that game, just like Jamar Chase kept snatching those passes away from the defender who kept going, who kept clapping every time mm-hmm. he got a pass interference yeah. call on, which made absolutely no sense. You're, no. you're happy you got a pass interference call, which I mean, I know that wasn't it, it was sarcasm, but it was still annoying and just dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, play better. <laughs> how about Charday? How about Chardavis Ward doing the gritty on Jamar Chase uh, when he when he like bro, right, right. you really you gonna you gonna do hey, that? I, like I said, keep. Keep talking. Keep, keep chirping. Talking, keep, keep coming after them. This, we'll get I mean, you. this team, they just put their head down and they just go to work. And mm-hmm. they they impose, the, the offense just imposed their will. And it, it, I, I'm, I'm going all over the place. I'm flustered because no, I know you're we're good. talking about the defense, talking about the offense. So, uh, yeah, I want, I want to talk about the defense here just because a lot of it was not only just the defense stepping up in terms of play style, the defensive scheme was mm-hmm. much better better in the second yes. half like it almost it looked like Patrick Mahomes had nowhere to go and they had to go to the ground game and mm-hmm. they couldn't 
push it past that 50-yard line or they couldn't get it into scoring position. And that's all credit to Louie Romo. And, and credit to the secondary. How mm-hmm. good was our secondary? Secondary Eli, was great. Eli Apple got so much crap at the beginning of the year. Rotten Apple this and blah, blah, blah. And he got Dude, burnt early. He got burnt early. He got, he got burnt, but then he came back. He almost had that pick. And yeah. Him and Cheeto and Hilton. Oh, dude, they are. Mm-hmm. They're feeling themselves right now. Put man. it this way. I think I think Zim uh, tweeted this out, and I might be wrong. Do it off the top of my head. But I think as much as we pay in those three is as much as we would have paid Willie J3. And we got three players for him. Wow. For the same same contract. I, I, I give it to Zim. Go, go check out Zim's. Yeah. tweet but i'm pretty sure that's that's what he tweeted out yeah and if, if it's not spot on it's it's damn near close because right. yeah you're, you're right we we didn't we didn't overpay for wj3 who's struggling on a team that's not going to go to the playoffs mm-hmm. and then on top of that you get you get guys that you know maybe they weren't the highest end group of talent but they play together and, and yes. they and they and they feed off of each other and they feed off of the defense playing well. And it proves to be absolutely incredible. I mean, Tyreek Hill, he only had six receptions for 40 yards. And then Travis Kelsey, only five receptions for 25 yards. Like that, that's, that's how you stop a team with superstars. That's how you do it. People don't, teams don't do that against, against Mm -hmm. the chiefs. They don't do that. And, And that's the thing that I think is the most impressive thing of the defense. When we had to get stops, they made them. And, and I've said this, and this is the thing that in past years, Zach Taylor's teams could not do is when we had to make a play, they couldn't this year, no matter who it is, when they have to make a play, they make it They make the play. And and that's, that's winning football right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's winning football right there. I, I, I want to go to a, a point. Russ Blackthorne made our stats guy. Uh, Chidobe Awuzie had, had 10 tackles versus mm-hmm. the chiefs. I got to say, you want to talk about a team that has, tackled or improved on their tackling from last year to this year it's second to none oh it it is really sick they they used to give up so many yaks and so much yards after contact that it was it was it was just hard to watch but now they're rallying to the football it usually the first hit it's bringing them down it's it's absolutely great Uh, that's thing like last year is is like you said they would get to the to the the ball carrier and couldn't get them down this year, and the difference is, it's not just one guy. It's 10 guys. It's four guys. They're all going to the ball. No matter, every player there runs to the ball until, it, until it's tackled, you know, until they're done. Yeah, Spain, Spain's hurt, uh, whoever mm-hmm. put that up there. Yeah, it was um, Russ. Russ, yeah, Spain's hurt, and they're saying he's probably going to be out for this this Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I just saw a list of, on the way, I was coming home real quick to get on here. I saw a list of players that got on the COVID list too. So we had uh, a couple of those. That I was trying to find while I'm talking to you that got added to the uh, to the COVID list. Yeah, if today. you want to go ahead and take a look at that, I could talk. I could elaborate a little bit on the uh, the Spain injury. So yeah, he uh, so he aggravated his ankle, or I think it was a sprain. I think it was a sprain. Uh, last time I checked with the Zach Taylor press conference on Monday, uh, he's going to be out this week. But that pretty much means. I think that's a lot of it is precautionary. I think if he had to play, he would. I think now that, you know, now it's it's going to be for seeding and it's not going to be for it's, it's you know, win or go home. I think they're just going to let him sit. And then I'm totally fine with that because the offensive line, again, wasn't their best game. It, it really wasn't. You know, they gave up. They did let Joe get hit a couple of times. But when it came down to it and it came down to the drives that mattered, Basically, the offensive line got it done. They gave Joe enough time. And they here's the thing about Joe Burrow. 
he can take hits. It's okay if he gets hit. It's football. He's going to get hit. Kids talk. That, that's why you drafted him. That's why the Bills drafted Josh Allen because he's he's a tough kid. He's tough. And Joe Burrow is tough. He can take some hits, and he can take some hits and still make some plays. So I, I, I think having – the offensive line has been has been doing far better, and, and I don't think it's that big of a issue as a lot of people made it out to be, especially at the beginning of the year. Now, I do want to point out something that – the Browns spent a great, great amount of dough on their offensive line. And a lot of people thought they were going to be the best line, you know, of, of the entire NFL. And they were going to be a sneaky dollar course for the Super Bowl. Now they've whipped on the playoffs, might I add. But Baker, in a game last night where, you know, again, they were playing the Steelers, a team that the Bengals beat 45 to 7 and then 26 to 7, I believe, at, at the, at, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh got eight sacks. It, it made Baker look awful. Made him look terrible. And the, the Steelers' defense—they're okay. They're not good. They're—they're they're not no, good. They're, they're, they, they got made, some good they, players. They got some good players. I can't find it. You're fine. They—they right. They're—they're they're good players. And, and T.J. Watt is a pro. I mean, he's a pro bowler. He's—he's—he's he's, he's very very good. Eight sacks, man. You can't. You just can't let that. You can't let that happen. If you're well, fine thing is, what, what that's what that Squillers defense do against the Bengals? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no sacks. Nothing. And, and I, I, I will put it this this way. I'm a little concerned uh, of the offensive line going into the playoff game. Spain should be back. Um, Riley Reef doesn't. From everything it sounds like, I thought he might be back for the playoffs, but it sounds like he might not. Mm. So our our offensive line is still. It's. Not not great, but it's good, and it's it's, it's and it's good enough to win a playoff game and hopefully to win multiple ones. But we'll, we'll have to find out. But I mean, I, Spain will be back for the playoff game. I'm not worried about that. It's 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 a little scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do that way. And you talk about the 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 hits that jackpot takes. Mm-hmm. The guy who retired la- last night. You know the, that guy, that big ugly. Ben, dude, whatever his name is, plays for the Squealers. There, there's a listen. There's a couple he, things I want. He's all right. He well, listen. he got hit. He got sacked more than any NFL quarterback ever. You know, big, big Ben, not that guy. Um, <laughs> so just because <laughs> I'm not gonna repeat that. You're gonna have to watch this live if you want to see what that joke was. So there's so, a listen. Listen, there's there's a. I, I'm in line for for a new teaching job, so I didn't want to say anything last night. But there was a lot I wanted to rip on, on Steelers Twitter, so I had to I had to keep my mouth shut and just kind of just watch the game and enjoy this era slowly dying. That's what I wanted to watch. But my point was, he he they were saying last night he's been sacked more than like any quarterback in NFL history or top five. So I mean, they're gonna get hit. I don't want them to get hit, and hopefully in this offseason they'll sell out and completely fix the offense line. Mm-hmm. But. When you have, and I'll just go back to this again. When you have a chance to draft a guy like Uno, Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. you have to. You, you can they, see what a game changer. Yeah, I mean, you I see mean, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yes. Spain or Stool would have been would have been great. He would have been a, a, a really good right tackle guard. Where sure. Put him in. Right. Fine. Right. But he would not have the impact that Chase has had. No, no he wouldn't. It's just you can't pass that guy up. You just can't. No. No, and and a lot of that I go back to that argument. I mean, I I can't believe we're still talking about, it, but we but we still are because people are still questioning that pick, well, which is I can, insane. I, I got I got one for you. Remember in the twenty twenty draft 
when there was a little, or actually a bigger argument, I guess, than it should have been, should you draft uh, Jackpot Joey Burrow or should you draft Chase Young from Ohio State? And there are people going, no, you got to get the defense guy. I'm like, are you freaking nuts? It's a quarterback league. So I mean, there's always been debates. There will always be debates. Yep. I'm usually right. I'm just going to put point that out. Facts. It's facts. <laughs> facts. Iceman is usually right. Put it in just writing. Just kidding. Just kidding. But yeah. anyway, but anyway, yeah, but yeah, you're right. I, so, but one thing I wanted to, I wanted to just, just one more thing. I want to take rid this. One of the things last year that that was one of the re- big reasons why Joe Burrow got sacked so much wasn't the offensive line. Receivers were not getting separation. And right, that's yes. that. And then people didn't realize, like, in turn, you get Jamar Chase, a generational talent. It's going to create separation for everybody else because now teams got to worry about him as well. And it and that's exactly what has happened. And now mm-hmm. T. Higgins is having big time games, and Tyler mm-hmm. Boyd is now having big time games. Tyler Boyd was crucial, crucial in the game against Denver. T. Higgins Absolutely. was crucial in the game against Baltimore. They've been they've been crucial. So it's, it has not been just Chase out there and him being out there opens everybody else up and that's why we are the fellas and that's why we're just no one can stop us i got a question for you josh how, how many yards does uh, tyler boyd have right now how close is he to a thousand like i'm just curious so how close you are to having you know three thousand wide receivers and a thousand yard rusher and a five thousand yard passer how, how do you have the stats up there how close he is he last time i checked he's got it under he might have it under 200 now. I think he, I think he's still got a little bit to go. Um, I think no, he fine. can. No. He yeah. I, it it can still get, happen. He can get 200 gets a, gets a clown. That's no big deal. <laughs> right. Yeah. Here, I, here, I'll look it up. You're, but but talk, either way, either way, Josh, we, we have two 1000 yard receivers. We have a 5,000 yard passer. We have a, over 1000 yard rusher. Dude, uh, that's gotta be NFL history. I don't know. Especially the ages that these guys are. They're all under 25, all of them. So, mm. I mean, just just the, the sheer magnitude of, of what they've accomplished this year. Okay, there you go. I need Blackthorne. There you go, buddy. Russ, 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 our stat guy, boy, boy, has 828 yards. So, he's getting there. It is 150% attainable, uh, especially when you got, you know, more games after the regular season ends. Unlike exactly. you know, the Brownies. Exactly. That's a shit. That's I would love they, to get it. In, in isn't that a damn season? shame? Isn't that a damn shame that but, the Browns in their all-in year whiff on the playoffs? Isn't that a shame? Hey, Baker, you, you're the type of staying at home with Baker. Hey, guess what? You're really going to be staying at home, boss. All that idea <laughs> of, oh, here we go. Here comes the dynasty. The Cleveland Browns are back, even though they were never here. <laughs> Gone. Dude, I would Gone love- like a light. I need to go. I need to go back on when I have time to do this, which I never have time to do. A lot of stuff I want to do. Go back to all my 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 TikTok of I don't know beginning of the season. I don't even remember. It might have been in the summertime. I don't even remember what it was. It was something about Chase and Burrow and all these guys. And this Cleveland Brown fan came after me, bro. And he's a big jacked up old dude. thinks he thinks he's like twenty years old or something. And he's, bro, you guys don't have an offensive line, bro. You're gonna get your quarterback killed, bro. We got the greatest offensive line. We got Baker Mayfield. I said, dude. We got Jackpot Joey Burrow. We got Jamar Chase. We're going to kick your ass. Yeah. Hush. And I never say anything else after that because I'm like, it's TikTok. I'm marrying a big argument with him. But funny. Haven't heard a word from him since then. Dead silence from Cleveland. Dead silent. Dead silent from the national media, too, man. It's just, it's you. It's now like the national media 
is not only are they backtracking, they're saying exactly what you did. Like this is this is probably going to be the start of something incredibly special here, and, and not probably it is not probably it is. It's 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 going to be something that is great. And then next year you pick up some more draft uh, capital, and then also we have the second most cap space among any other NFL team. That right. I mean that is insane, and with how aggressive that the Bengals front office has been over the past two years with free agency, you can't imagine that they're not going to do the same thing again because they're seeing the results. So they're probably going to do the exact same thing. And then on top of that, now you got this team is winning. And then on top of that, you got guys like Trey Hendrickson, who's who came off of a career year. A lot of people rid him off. The Bengals gave him a chance. And now he's having yet again, another career year. He's breaking records. He's, he's going to be, Probably one of the best defensive linemen the Bengals have ever picked up and probably the best free agency signing ever. And you think guys around the league aren't looking at that? Josh, I, I said that. I, I, I put that on a Twitter poll a couple weeks ago. I said, is is uh, Trey Henderson the best free agent signing the Bengals have ever had? I mean, the, as far as the impact. And people mm-hmm. came back. and It wasn't a big argument. They said Pac-Man. And they said other guys. I said, really? I said, Pac-Man was good. Yeah. You know, but the – the way he's changed the defense. I mean, he had what 10, 12 game streak of sacks. He, you know, he almost broke the record. Legendary. Yeah. I mean, that Pac-Man didn't do Pro that. No, none, yeah, none of these other guys. I can't even think of what else are other Pac-Man that we signed. There hasn't been a whole lot of big name free agents that we've signed. Yeah. But he wasn't even really a big name free agent. People were like, oh, well, they kind of reached for him. And did he did he get mm-hmm. the sacks because of the guys around him in New Orleans, or was it actually him? No, it was actually him. It was actually him. He gets held yeah. every he gets held every play, man. Oh, he's I, I know. Held every play. He he got a whole, held a ton there to Kansas City game. Like, <laughs> he got held a ton. And I just want to, I just want to bring this up. I just want to bring this up. Those Chiefs fans that are calling, oh, this game was thrown by the refs. Oh, the flags. Hey, buddy, I went back and watched those two plays. I watched those two plays. Yeah, the smallest violin in the world. I'll play it right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wish I had a soundboard. That's the next purchase right there to do that. <laughs> I don't even but, have that. <laughs> yeah, I, but I went back and watched those plays. Both of them were legitimate penalties, and both of them affected the play. And both Absolutely. of them had to be called. So it wasn't even like a – you don't throw the flag type of deal like on Joe Burrow's you know, debut game where he threw the uh, game when he passed to AJ Green. Uh, don't really call that. Uh, but yes, I remember the, those were actual like, legitimate calls. Tyler yeah. Boyd, he got his face ripped that way. It affected his route. It, it ball got his, thrown. his helmet. His he helmet got, was like, yeah, this. he had to move his and ball gets thrown black thrown. So right. as, as much, and listen, I'm someone that has bashed the refs for a long time and I will continue to do that. They got those two calls, right? They got yeah. right. Yeah, they, they did. Now, one thing I, I want to I want to bring up to you, and this is the part that I was getting nervous, uh, is at the end of the game when we kept going for it and we kept going for it and we're and going yeah, for it. And I'm like, oh my God, will you please just kick the field goal? <laughs> like, please, Zach, I love you. I'm I know you're afraid to leave the, the time on for Mahomes, but we got to score, dude. And I when the fourth play, fourth down play happened, and I'm like, Oh crap, we didn't score. And then all of a sudden that flag came in. And I'm like, whoo, thank God. Okay. <laughs> oh like, man. Because we would have went into overtime then. I mean, yeah. it just so yes, that that flag saved us, but mm-hmm. it was but it was a penalty. I mean, legit yeah. penalty. You can't legit. again. It goes back to they could not cover us at all the no, whole game. They couldn't. They really, they, they couldn't. So let's talk about that last sequence here. As zany and as crazy as that was, 
Um, you look at that. I mean, you're you're from the one inch line. You, you try to muscle it in there multiple, multiple times. Still can't get it. And instead of kicking the field goal on fourth and on fourth down, fourth and the mm-hmm. or no, it was fourth and goal. They fourth decided, goal, yeah, yeah. They decided to go for it. They give it to Joe Burrow and give it and put it in his hands. But I want to I want to talk about this for a second because mm-hmm. we had a lot of fans, yeah, exactly. We had a lot yeah. of fans that were saying just kick the field goal, just mm-hmm. kick it. With probably about a minute left, and the Chiefs, I believe, still had one timeout left. At that time, I think they did, yes. Yeah, right. So you're still – my problem with that is we keep talking about how we want Zach Taylor to be more aggressive, and we want Zach Taylor to put the ball in Joe Burrow's hands to end the game. I'll be honest, as good as – as much as I love our defense, and I really do, hmm? that guy over on the other side of the field is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. And I believe that he can drive that down a, a, and win the game. Now you only need a field goal at the time. Exactly. exactly. You need a field goal. Exactly. So, and mm-hmm. and then so on. So if they, let's say we kick field, they drive back down, kick a field goal, and it's tie game. We're going to overtime. Mm-hmm. If we don't get it on fourth in the one inch line, the Chiefs are going to do a dive. Like they're not going to do anything. They're probably not even going to stop the clock. We're going to go into overtime anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, right. I'm thinking, you know what? No, let's let's go for it here. Let, let's go for it. So I was all for the go for it, honestly. But I, there was a lot of people I was still my fourth, circle. I was fourth down and 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 goal to go. I'm like, just kick it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, just take the points. <laughs> so I would have uh, yeah, good. No, I, was, I, I was absolutely a absolute wreck at that point. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness! I'm like, dude, if he doesn't make this, I'm like, because the thing is, uh, and this is nothing but respect to Patrick Mahomes and the and the and the Chiefs. I don't want to give them the ball back with any time left, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you kick right. the field goal, there, they probably if they did what I said, they kicked the field goal, and and Patrick Mahomes probably got it with you know a little less than a minute left to go. There is absolutely every chance in hell that he can go down and get mm-hmm. them in field goal range to tie the sure. game back up. So I know that's hindsight. That to me, hindsight, right? to me, being a fan, and all that stuff's racing through my head. I can't think enough to make a decision. You know, I'm right. just like, screw it, kick a field goal. Zach stayed calm. Mm-hmm. Joe stayed calm. Made the decision. Made the made the right decisions. Now, like I said, if they didn't, if the Chiefs didn't, uh, well, if the Chiefs didn't interfere there. I think Boyd's probably catching that ball. To be honest, so exactly. Which right. the thing, another thing too. If excuse me, if you watch Joe Mixon, if you watch that replay when they had handed him the ball, I think the first time mm-hmm. or second time, he actually crossed the, the, the goal line. I thought so if too. You, if you, yeah, I, I thought I watched he did it on the too. rewatch. He actually crossed it. So technically, if if, if and that's what ticks me off, it's like in the last two minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the last two minutes, it's supposed to come down from the booth. Well, where the hell is the booth at? You know, we could see it. You gotta go, hey, buzz, 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 buzz. Hey, we gotta review this real quick. At least. Stop it. And that's where they didn't. And if they did that, the game would have been over. And we, and, and well, the game would have been over. And Kansas City would side. get the ball back with, with more, with more time. So, right. you know, mm-hmm. you could, you could talk about this so many different ways. And, sure. and, and, and it, but it worked out perfectly for the Bengals. That, yeah. That's bottom line. Yeah. It did. And, but then on top, but here's the thing though. If Zach Taylor, let's just say they don't get that, they go over to overtime and lose. Let's just say that that happened. Mm-hmm. It didn't, mm-hmm. thank God. Yeah. The Zach Taylor would be getting killed for it, and he would be wrongfully getting killed for it. Well, because I would say, I say this, I say this, if for the amount that we have complained that he does not put the ball in Joe Burrow's hands, 
And for mm-hmm. the amount that we complain that he does not let the star go and win the game and the amount of that we complain that he's not aggressive enough, then we can't complain when he is aggressive and it doesn't work. Right. Exactly. And that's what, but that's, that's exactly football. what everybody would have done. Yeah. They'd be like, just kick the, and I probably would have been right. saying the same thing. Yeah. But I'm not the one that it's always mad at Zach Taylor for, you know, his play calls and stuff like a lot of people are, but that's mm-hmm. exactly what fans would have done. And, and I, I can't stand that. And, and, People would always say, well, I was saying that at the time, which man, maybe you were, maybe you weren't. I have no idea. There's no mm-hmm. way to prove that. But most times people weren't. You, you, you determine your, your, the, you make your information after the outcome. And, and it, you know, you were like, oh, that didn't work. We should have done something else. Well, hell, I can, I can do that. <laughs> so, hey, we do do, real quick, <laughs> do, do you think the third and 23 is going to live in infamy with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs? Dude. I don't know what they were thinking. I have no idea what they were thinking. Chase were caught they? it and held the ball up. Like, I got what? it. <laughs> what were they thinking? Third, and I believe it was it was 27. Is that right? Third and 27? Third and 27, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. I said 23. I think it's third wait, it's, it's, wait. it doesn't matter. Third, yeah. third and a mile. Yeah, third and, and a mile. And they run a cover zero, and they run a blitz after Joe Burrow's been killing them the whole time. Spagnolia, dude, what are isn't you? There a, what are you calling? Is, I don't even call it, that a Madden. Isn't there a shirt that says you can't zero me, bro? Something I, I, I thought. So, I thought, so you can't, yeah, you can't zero, you can't zero him on first and ten. You're gonna do it with third and twenty-seven with the game on the line. You can't, you can't zero him at all. And Chiefs fans want to talk about flags. No, that is what they There's should no be flag. talking. That's what flag. they should be talking about. Is <laughs> that play? Because because right. we were out we were out of field goal range we were gonna punt oh, that ball. yeah we would we had to punt, punt it yeah we would had to punt the ball and and and, and Chase went up made a play that's where Joe's like Tavares eh, yeah. down there somewhere F it. right F it Tavares <laughs> down there somewhere right. I lo- I love that too because he, yeah. honestly he is down there somewhere he's probably somewhere. gonna go, go make that play and, Ch- and the thing is it's not like Joe yeah he acts like he just threw it up. But Joe yeah, threw the ball yeah. right where Jamar can get. And that's every play mm-hmm. in that game, the ball is right there for it his guys to 30 of get 39. It. Yep. Yeah. So everybody wants to talk about Joe Burrow's arm, lack of arm strength, blah, blah. You can have your arm arm strength. Give me the pinpoint accuracy pin all day long. Point. All pin day point. long. I mean, how many, how many throws did he throw where they were just legitimately like the window was like that big. Like it, right. it, it was, it was that it was as as big as Big Ben. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. All right. But anyway, but just it, the pinpoint accuracy. Joe Burrow, he goes thirty of thirty nine, four hundred forty six yards, four touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Zero interceptions. I said at the break, um, at our uh, bye week. That if in, in order for this Bengals team to go into the playoffs, go far, and possibly win the division, Joe Burrow's going to have to cut down on uh, interceptions, and he he greatly has back to back games, no interceptions for in over four hundred yards. How about how about Joe Burrow's improvement over those? Dude, years? last two games have been ridiculous: five twenty five, zero ints last week. Four, what did you say? Four four twenty six, four sixty six yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he went four. He, he had four forty six, four times. Four forty six yesterday, zero ints. Mm-hmm. This team is taking care game. of the ball. It doesn't get any better than that. I mean, yeah, there you go. Black, and Blackthorn has, has said that on your show, on my show, multiple times. He's got to quit turning the ball over, which I agreed with him. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're right. And yep. he finally has. And I got a question for you. And who, and for everybody else who's watching us right now, right now, today, 
Is there a quarterback in the NFL that you would rather have than Jackpot Joey Burrow? Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. A lot of a lot of local radio uh, guys were bringing up that specific mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> are you now? Are you talking for just this year or for like? For I'd say for the next four years. Next four years. Oh, I'd take Joe Burrow without a yeah. doubt. I'd take him over Tom Brady. I'd take him over Aaron Rodgers. I, I'd say for the next four years, I'm taking Joe Burrow. That's what that's I mean, my uh, question. You, to me, you can even stretch out the next 10 years. Yeah. I'd take Jackpot yeah. Joey Burrow. I mean, mm-hmm. yes. Over all the young guys, too. Right. Everybody goes, well, you have Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, right. Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. Great quarterback. So's Jackpot Joey Burrow. So yeah. I'm like, why would we? We're trading for the same person, you mm-hmm. know. That's that's the way I look at it. And it's nothing against Patrick Mahomes or Brandon Allen or any of these or Sherbert out there in San Diego. Any mm-hmm. of these other really good quarterbacks. Yeah, great. We have great that quarterback. guy. Right. Yeah, exactly. We, great quarterback. Right. Good. No, I was just gonna say. Yeah, just the great, fine, fine quarterbacks. Really yeah. great quarterbacks. I'm not trading. I'm not trading Joey B for any of that. I, I'm not trading Joe Burr for anybody. He he's the guy, and then on top of that, Joe Burrow was, was not only tasked with being a great quarterback; he was tasked with being the savior of the franchise. And then that is a lot <laughs> bigger expectation, mm-hmm. a lot more weight on your shoulders, and uh, especially with the amount of times that Joe Burrow does get hit and gets mm-hmm. back up and, and, mm-hmm. and still leads this team. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, no, without yeah, he, question, he, I'm still saying he, Joe Burrow. He's twenty. He's twenty five. Uh, dude, if that was at me at 25, there's no way in hell I could handle all that. <laughs> there, I, I, that's a special that's a special person. It's a special mm-hmm. mindset mm-hmm. to have that. Because like you said, he has been tasked as the savior of our franchise, which he is. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not that's not even a, a, a fantasy anymore. That's reality. He is the, reality. the savior of the Bengals franchise. That's a lot to take, along with coming back from you know a completely blown out knee, to, to put all that on his shoulders and – he kept getting better and better, better and better. And this whole team kept getting better and better. And that's, that's like beginning of the year. Everybody's like, well, we should be doing better. We should be doing this. Especially when we got off to a five and two start, we got to a five and two start. I, I, I kept saying this, the, the goalposts got moved farther away, you know? Yeah. It, they which did. By, by the fans, did. Which it we should. About we, we, yeah. Yes. Our, our, us as fans expected to, to be where we're at now, mm-hmm. but in the middle of the season, we weren't playing as good. Right. And and expectations grow and get better when you start at five and two, and then you kind of come back. But then you keep getting better and better. And when they had to win the games, when they had to make the plays to win the games and had to win the games to get in, they did. They did. And that's the difference. It's a right. huge difference from any other team that the Bengals had. Because I, I and I hate keep banging on Andy Dalton and Marvel Lewis, but. They couldn't win those games, right? How many times play up uh, primetime games, playoff games, yada yada? They couldn't pull it off. This team can. The past for the Bengals does not affect the future of the Bengals now with Jackpot Joey Burrow, Uno, the Amigos, uh, uh primetime, yep. uh, mixing everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter to them, they don't care. Yeah, after this game. Uh, I mean, I just, my thought is I don't see a stage that is too big. I don't see lights that are too bright for any situation. I think this team can go out. They, they can go on the road and win a playoff game. They can win a playoff game at home. I mean, they basically have one regular, se- there's regular season, but a lot of them were playoff games. The knockout punch, well, last couple ones were definitely. the knockout punch to the Steelers, the mm-hmm. win against Kansas City. I mean, this team wins those games it, to to win the AFC North. They they 
down 14 points on three separate occasions. Three separate occasions. Yeah. Uh, Shout out Dan Horde. Uh, But they came back, and and it was not big enough. Shut up. Sorry, that was my dog. Uh, But Hey, talking to you. (laughs) But but anyway, so – it's just it's it's I don't well, see. Me, Josh, I'll tell you this. Right. I'll tell you this too, and this is another thing that that gets me excited about this team. They can beat you however they however you want. They can beat you in a defensive struggle like, like they did against Denver. They can run the ball down your throat like they did against Vegas. They can blow you out like they've done the last couple games, like they both games against the Squealers, both games against the Rapids. They can do an offensive shootout just like we did uh, Sunday against the Chiefs. They can play. Any kind of football, any way you want to play, and they can beat you. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is, again, I keep saying championship football, but that that is you got to be able to beat teams in multiple ways, and not every team can do that. Yeah. But this Bengals team can. Yeah, right, absolutely. This this Bengals team can. Real quick, and I want to jump back to this Chiefs game, and I want to jump into the uh, what this means for the playoffs here. But Russ Blackthorn said, "What do you guys think about Bart Scott's comments about Burrow being a target now?" I just got to say. As, 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 a, as a fan and as somebody who's on the fringes of the media game, I'm not even close. Um, but as somebody who, who watches that, it, it was honestly disgusting. It, 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 was, it was disgusting to listen to. I would have been, if let's just say that he was a. should have been fired. If that, right. If that was a former Bengals alum that said something like that about another team, I would be embarrassed. I, I really would, especially after a loss like that. Why is it is it so hard to just tip your cap to the other team and be like, yeah, they won. We'll come back and get them next year. It was it was it was disgusting. It was it was disgusting. And and now guess what? Now I'm going to really enjoy beating Baltimore for the next 10 years. I'm really going to enjoy that. I mean, honestly, like I say, he should have been fired because, I mean, he's talking about injuring a guy. He's talking about getting the that team's coach fired. I mean, and, and let's see, like like. The guy who was on on the show with him was telling him, "You don't play anymore." Yeah. And by the way, last thing he played for was the Jets, and he's not claiming them. Mm. So he should have been fine. They don't do bounty gate. It's like Cap said yesterday on my show. They don't do bounty gate. They're trying to get those hits, that stuff, mm. out of the game. And you got some jackass Bart yeah. Scott telling everybody, "Oh, mm. we're going to get him. We got a red dot yeah. on him. We're gonna- red dot is is a rifle shot." You know, yeah, right, dude. Right. That- you don't. That's that's the talk. That's the stuff they want to get out of the NFL, and you're on ESPN talking about yeah. that. Get out of here, dude. I mean, yeah. seriously. Do first of all, this is what I said to a lot of guys on ESPN one day. We're talking about the Bengals only winning four games. First of all, do your homework. You're mm. getting paid a lot of money. At least I think you are to do that job. Make sure you know what the you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> for the self You obviously have no clue. What you were talking about, you should have been fired and you should never be on TV or radio ever, ever again. Because yep. that's a terrible take. It's terrible. Yeah, it, it, it really was. And just again, I go back to like, it's, I feel like sensible Ravens fans, and then there's not many of them. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> there's, some. Uh, there's some. There's, there's some. But I, I, I feel, again, like I said, if that was a former Bengals player after we just got wolfed by Baltimore and we were saying the same thing about Lamar Jackson, I would be embarrassed. I would be. I, I was like, that's just not. That's not how. That's not what we were. We don't do that anymore. We don't no. do that. That's not how this team's going to beat you. It, it, it was. Ad, well, but anyway, long, like, long answer to your question. Yeah. Well, it's like when the Browns came in here and and ran the ball down our throat. I hated it. Hated but it. But I said, hey, you know, to the cat, like, hey, hey you guys beat. Nick, Chubb, Nick Chubb ran all over us. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I told Brand, Browns fans out all around us. I said, "Hey, you got us." I said, "We'll see you at the end of the season. Well, maybe we'll come back." You know, and that—that's what else can you say? You know, yeah. and that's what Bart Scott should have said. You know, mm-hmm. that's you know, and that's what I think a lot of the Ravens actually felt. You know, they tried, and and the thing is, it cracks me up. He's talking about this that we beat up. They he they we beat their backups, mm-hmm. dude. We put forty-one on them with their starters with Lamar Jackson. At home in Baltimore, what 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 do you complain about then? Was some other thing? Did you put a red dot on on Jackpot Joey Burrow then? I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure. I got confused. Like uh, you know, right. when did this red dot all of a sudden come to be? You know, because you got embarrassed twice. You're talking about the, the last twice. time we embarrassed you. We embarrassed you twice, twice. and that is twice. with Lamar Jackson playing on the other side. We whooped your ass and put 41 on you. So Bart yep. Scott, first of all, like I said, you should be fired. Second of all, hush. Hush, 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 <laughs> and get ready and get ready for this ass whooping that's coming for the next 10 years. Exactly. All right. So speaking, so speaking of ass whooping, uh, the Bengals now, now that we're in the playoffs and we're looking at, um, you know, teams, possible scenarios, and we're looking at what's, what exactly is going to happen. It's looking like we're going to be playing on wild card weekend. Right. Uh, so you, you look at the teams that are possibility. I'm seeing Colts. I'm seeing Chargers. I'm seeing possibility of the Steelers maybe. Uh, that that's a long shot, but they could still they could still slide in here. What is there anybody in the wild card division that a you would want to see, mm-hmm. and b you really don't want to see? Well, one I don't want to see, and it has nothing to do with I'm being scared of playing them or not. Is the Squealers? Sure. I just don't want them to make the playoffs. I don't want the Squealers okay. to make the playoffs. <laughs> that, that's that's it. I don't yeah. want to. I they're they're they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Right. They shouldn't be in the playoffs, so I don't want mm-hmm. them in there anywhere at all. Now, the team, I would, if I had a choice, which, I mean, I'm not scared to play anybody. I'm really not. Yeah. I, my choice would probably be out of the ones that, I, that are viable would be the Colts. Mm-hmm. I, that would be the one that I think maybe the Titans, but I think the Titans might get the one seed yeah. just because they're a run-oriented team, and we're pretty good at stopping the run. And I know they're really good at stopping the run or running the ball. Yep. But just hypothetically, again, I'm not scared to play anybody. It, do, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but those would be the the probably the two. The Chargers, it would be bad. But you know, I I probably honestly rather play the Colts would be my number one to play. Yeah, I, I would say the only thing about the Steelers possibly making it is that we get to actually like deal the final blow to beat them. Yeah, not only four or three times, but four times in two years. And it's three really times hard. in one year. It's really hard to beat a team three times. I know. That's my, that's I, my know thing too. Really, I know it is. They I know it is. They could do it. Right. And I think they will. Right. But they would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just, it. I just don't want them in there. I, I'm yeah. sick and tired. I, I think it'd be so awesome if the only team from the AFC North that makes the playoffs is the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go, I, I'm all. Go, I'm all just for because that. everyone's picking everybody else except the Bengals, except and the none of them made it except us. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I would say the. The thing about because because when you when you're choosing between who you want to play, and you got you got Golden Arm and Justin Herbert, or you got right. the ground game in the Colts. Like that's it. You got to pick your poison of how, how you want to stop it. I am a little bit more hesitant on the Colts, and I, I'll say this because when we're going to be playing, like let's just say we are playing the Colts. One thing about that is our defense takes a a, a half to adjust. And the Colts will be playing a lot of keep away. They play a lot of ground game, eat up a lot of clock. And right. our defense doesn't 
usually start out fast, especially on run or especially right. on running teams. Right. So I would say, man, God, it's just it's it's a it's a very tough um, it's a tough decision. But anyway, yeah, uh, like I said, I'm I, I'm not scared to play any of them. I don't really care who we play, but I, I would say the Colts. Just if I'm picking one, but like, again, I don't care. The one I the one I really don't want to face, and it has nothing to do with being scared of them. I just want the Squealers in. I don't want any, I don't want the Ravens in. I don't want the Browns in. I don't want them in there. Just I got sit at home, watch yeah. us play. There you go. Watch this play. Ice man, you know what? But you want to hear something though? You know what's great is that we're what's talking up, we're talking about who we're gonna be playing in the playoffs and not our next year's draft. I know that's I know. that's what I keep going back to, man. That's so awesome. The playoffs. I love All it. right. That has been Strawberry Ice, Jeff Trenopole. Go catch his show at 5:30 today. Can't wait to listen in to him. And uh he's gonna give you all the sports from a west side. West side. Point of view. Exactly. Uh, Jeff, hey, man, gotta gotta plug yourself here, man. Yeah, if yeah. Not- uh, come on at uh, the YouTube channel, Sports Strawberry Ice. Check it out live at five thirty today. Kieran from the uh, Full Ten Yards podcast is going to be coming on. Uh, we're going to chop it up, talk about Bengals, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Bearcats, I guess. Um, Josh, you can you should, you should join in the chat. And we can have some have some good conversations. Too. I, might, I might jump in there. I might jump in. So check us out live at 530. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of it on our sports of strawberry ice. That's about it. That's about it, Jeff, man. It is always so much of a pleasure to have you on. Usually if I'm by myself, I'm going 20 minutes and look at you. You and I would just win an hour here, brother. I talk but a lot. You got man. a lot to do. I hey, can. man, I have a blast. <laughs> anytime, anytime you're on, my guy. All right, brother. Hey, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, good luck on your show today. Thanks, brother. All right, this has been the Back Row Bengals Show, all brought to you by Fansided.com. Go ahead and head on over there. There's going to be a new blog coming out talking about how the Bengals, I believe, are the best team in the AFC. And I uh, dive into that, and we uh, we go ahead and get into that. Go watch Jeff Trenopole's show, and that's uh, – uh, excuse me. Cincinnati Sports with Strawberry Ice. That's going to be going live at 5.30. Again, I am your host, Josh Miller. Uh, one, one thing on the on the Bearcats, I just want to throw this out there. Um, they they really did. They played well. Anybody that says that it was a blowout clearly did not watch the game. Uh, they were in it till the end. The, the UC crowd was incredible. The whole experience was absolutely, absolutely incredible. It's something that I've really crossed off my bucket list to watch the Bearcats in a playoff game. So anyway, I want to thank all you guys for watching. I want to thank Russ Blackthorne for being our uh, stats guy and helping us out as we do the show as always. And uh, I am your host, Josh Miller, and I can't wait to talk to you guys again on Thursday to preview the game against the Browns. We'll talk a little bit about playoffs, playoffs. All right, guys, I'll see y'all later. Hootay! And enjoy the AFC North crown. Peace.